0: It's
1: 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, relentless, more wet weather affecting millions this morning, delivering floods and mudslides with even more rain on the way. Al's got your full forecast. Then, in custody, a student at the University of Colorado, Colorado Springs, arrested in that deadly shooting on the college campus. Students still on edge. We don't know anything, so it's just like, I don't feel, personally don't feel safe with so little information amid new questions about the motive. The details straight ahead. Plus, back in action. Welcome to The Daily Show, I'm your host John Stewart. John Stewart's return to The Daily Show bringing in some big numbers and some backlash.
2: Quite frankly, the response to the first show last Monday was universally glowing. Okay,
1: maybe not universal. How he's taking on the comedy controversy. And spiritual journey. For most of my life, actually, faith has always been so important to me. An inspiring conversation with Savannah
3: on the power of faith in everyday life. I remember one day sitting there on my bed, crying and saying, Rescue me, God, rescue me. And I remember hearing deep inside me, I am rescuing you as we celebrate the release of her new book. Mostly what God does is love you.
1: Now you do it too. Today, Tuesday, February 20th, 2024.
4: Hi to our girls, Kendall and Harper. In Taylor, Michigan. On a mother-daughter trip. From Green Tree, Pennsylvania. It's our 25th anniversary today. From Kennesaw, Georgia.
2: Hansman family trip to
4: New York City. Hello, Metamora, Illinois. Woodward, Rhode Island Island. Elko New Market, Minnesota Nashville, Tennessee and Mayfield, Kentucky Kentucky.
3: Good morning to my mom and little sister Jojo
2: in High Point, North Carolina
3: Hey to our friends and family back inside Louisiana
1: here to celebrate my birthday from Midland, Texas! Oh, what a bright, happy group. Welcome back. We appreciate your being with us on a Tuesday morning. Craig has the day off. Big morning today. We're going to be launching a book, which we'll talk that about a, a little later. Book. Don't want to jump the gun, but... I can't help it, because you, know, <laughs> yeah. you know how I do. You know how to move some books. Uh, but anyway, uh, we look forward Thank to talking you. about that in just a little bit. But let's Thank get you. started with our news at 8 o'clock. We're going to start with the severe weather out west. Flood alerts now cover almost the entire state of California. The latest rounds of storms caused massive mudslides, even tornado warnings. L.A. has already had almost an entire oh. year's worth of rain in less than two months. Cars, vineyards, even the airport underwater. So well, let's turn to Al Roker and find out how long is that going to stick around and is there more on the way? Yeah,
2: unfortunately, there is, guys. 2,100 miles. That's the length of this atmospheric river taking aim on Southern California. And you can see already the rain still coming in and in waves. We do have flood watches for 35 million people for just about the entire California coast and about 300 miles inland as well. So we're going to be watching this. And again, you can see there's a slight risk of flooding up and down the California coast. But the bullseye right now with hourly rainfall rates of up to an inch or so just to the west of Los Angeles Temecula all the way down to San Diego we're really watching this very closely rainfall amounts the heaviest again concentrated down through from Santa Barbara all the way to San Diego another one to three inches could probably mean that even though the rain will probably the heaviest rain will come to an end in the next 24 hours runoff and the, the like will probably keep that mudslide landslide threat for at least into the latter part of this week Wow
3: guys. All right, Al, thank you. Thank you. In a first-of-its-kind decision, the Alabama Supreme Court has ruled that frozen embryos are children and that a person can be held liable for destroying them. The case involves couples whose embryos were destroyed when a patient removed them from a freezer and accidentally dropped them. The court held that the patient could be held liable in a wrongful death lawsuit. Reproductive rights advocates say the case could have implications for fertility treatments such as IVF and the hundreds of thousands of patients who seek them every year. Now to the latest on that fatal
1: dorm room shooting at the University of Colorado. Police have a suspect in custody as their attention now turns to a motive for the killings. NBC's Emily Akeda has been following this one for us. Emily, good morning.
4: Chanel, good morning. For the students in the community in Colorado Springs, the arrest finally puts an end to the mystery surrounding this horrific double murder. Police say it took them three days to track down the suspect who was a student at the school, and we've learned a roommate to one of the victims. Colorado Springs has been on edge for days after an unsolved double murder at the University of Colorado's campus there. We don't know anything, so it's just like I don't feel personally don't feel safe with so little information. But this morning, police say they have a suspect behind bars. The accused killer, 25-year-old Nicholas Jordan, facing two counts of first-degree murder. Investigators took the Detroit native into custody Monday morning, just a few miles from the University of Colorado, Colorado Springs, where authorities say he was not only a student, but the roommate of one of the victims. Was there any concern that he might try to flee the area?
5: Absolutely. We weren't certain exactly where he was at, so we we spent a lot of time. We had teams out constantly uh, scouring.
4: Police say they've been searching for Jordan since Friday, when gunfire erupted in a dorm room, sending the campus into lockdown.
6: UCCS Alpine Village for gunshot victims.
4: Those victims, 24-year-old Samuel Knopp, a senior at the school, and 26-year-old Celie Montgomery, who did not attend UCCS. While police are still trying to determine a motive, they believe the shooting was an isolated incident between individuals who were known to one another and not a random attack.
5: I don't think anyone could ever imagine something like this happening, you know.
4: Senior Hayden Gillespie will no longer graduate alongside his best friend Sam Knopp, who had a passion for music.
5: He was probably... The most talented guitarist I've ever met, and the talent that was definitely taken from us too soon.
4: Now, as students remember the lives lost, the university officials say they're hopeful this tight-knit college community will lean on each other. Healing will take time. Rebuilding the trust and safety of our campus will take time. But we are in this together. And jail records show the suspect is being held on a $1 million bond and is expected in court later today. We could not find an attorney listed for the suspect.
1: All right, Emily, thank you. Thanks. All right. NASA is looking for a few good Martians. The space agency is recruiting four volunteers to spend a year inside a simulated Mars habitat at the Ooh. Johnson Space Center. So one such experiments already underway, the volunteers will do Mars chores like <laughs> growing crops, <laughs> working with <laughs> robots And taking uh, simulated spacewalks. (laughs) Mars (laughs) chores. Applicants must speak English. You have to be between 30 and 55. Advanced degrees in engineering or science preferred... But pilots and veterans welcome as well. The application deadline is April second. You didn't do your
3: Mars chores. You're not going to get your Mars allowance. (laughs) Can you get out? Like, do you have to stay? Seems like you got to stay. stay. Stay, Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. Coming up, Carson has a packed pop
1: start today with news on Beyonce, the Oscars, and more. But before we get to all that, how about this? An inspiring conversation on the power and place of faith in our daily lives. As we mark today's release of Savannah's book, it's called Mostly What God Does, and it's a beauty. We'll be right back.
0: When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match
6: And we're back at eight eleven on a very special and meaningful day for our friend Savannah Guthrie. Her new book, mostly what God does, is out. We're proud to say right now. Congrats! You know oh, what? Man.
1: We know this is a very personal project for you, one that you were reluctant to take, a journey you're a little scared of. But we are happy to hear about it from the
3: author herself. Hey, girl. Hi. We're well, proud of you. Thank by you. the way. Easy. I think my sister has the best line in the whole book, which is that God was the sixth member of our family. There were five of us, but as my sister Annie says it, God was the sixth. Even as a little girl, I was always in a conversation with God. And for most of my life, actually, faith has always been so important to me. When I was 16, my father passed away unexpectedly. I came home on a Friday night, having been out with friends as a teenager, walked in the door and learned that my father had died and it was earth shattering. Sometimes I divide my life into two parts. It's like before my dad died and after. This is a line of demarcation. And my father was a a man of deep faith and conviction. I remember being asked by friends, how can you still believe? And I remember saying, oh no, this is when I need him the most. I can't lose my dad and lose God at the same time during one of the hardest times of my life. I was really, really struggling, and I felt so alone and kind of forgotten. And I remember one day sitting there on my bed, crying and saying, Rescue me, God, rescue me. And I remember hearing deep inside me, I am rescuing you. And it actually took me years to really understand what I think God was saying. What He was really saying was, these hard times, this pain, this is your path. See, you won't stay here forever. And as hard as it is, this is the way out. This is my rescue.
6: Savannah Guthrie, live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza.
3: I had my first day at the Today Show in the main anchor job. And I was so nervous and terrified and excited and thrilled but mostly afraid and terrified. In case you need any proof that when you're stressed out it will manifest in your body, I came down with a blinding migraine. Not only did my head hurt, when I have migraines I can't see, part of my vision is cut out. I had no idea how on earth I was gonna get out there and say good morning in 20 minutes. So I laid down in my office with the lights all turned off. And this verse popped into my head a verse I had memorized years and years before and the verse was I look to the hills where does my help come from it comes from the Lord the maker of heaven and earth and I thought I cannot help myself here I need help from beyond and help is coming it's coming from God that was such a comforting thought for me and somehow I came out there at 7 o'clock and did the show biggest blessing of my life is getting to be a mom. Hi, Are you new here? <laughs> it's something I always wanted. I actually wanted to be a mom more than I wanted any other thing in life. And I found it really, really hard in my 20s and 30s when I so wanted a family. So when in my 40s I got married and I got to have my two kids, it was the most exquisite joy I could ever imagine. I came to understand that parenthood is God's greatest metaphor. I look at my kids and I think about how I love them and how they delight me and how much I enjoy them. And when I clued in to the way I feel about my kids is how God feels about me and how God feels about us, that was transformative. The thing is, Once you grasp that love, once you really feel it, once you really let it in, you can't hold it inside. I think we're meant to feel God's love and then share it. Watch what God does and you do it too. Mostly what God does is love you, now you do it too. And
1: share it, and that's what you did. You were yeah. so scared to do this, weren't you? Yes,
3: you I kidding? was. It's a good thing I had Hoda telling me every day, you're doing it. You're, you're gonna doing do it. it. Yeah. You were so amazing and supportive for me. But I was scared. You know, yeah. I am scared. But mm-hmm. I also felt like I just had something good to say about God, and I wanted to say it. You know, people have asked me, like, oh, did you feel like you had to do it, or you should do mm-hmm. it, or you maybe you owed God something because you've mm-hmm. had so many blessings in your life? It's mm-hmm. like... No, I did it because I wanted to do it, because God made me want to do it. And I think
1: there's so many beautiful things about this book, because I've had the opportunity of reading it a couple of times. It's for everybody. Often people say, well, that's them and this is us. This book is right in that sweet spot where I think no matter what you mm-hmm. think or believe, the book will touch you in a very profound way.
3: I really hope so. You know, yep. I obviously come from a certain point of view. Mm-hmm. I grew up in the church, mm-hmm. and that's, that, that's where I come from, but mm-hmm. I think these themes of God's love, kindness, compassion, mm-hmm. grace, and mercy mm-hmm. are universally appealing, and mm-hmm. I've been so thankful because i've had a few people read it now and people mm-hmm. of different faiths mm-hmm. or no faith at all mm-hmm. and and they've found something, something in there in that there. resonates with them and i hope so because i think that message of love is so so needed
2: and, I, you know i think it's one of those things where i think it takes a certain amount of bravery to talk about your faith publicly mm-hmm. and, and but that once you start people are so open to it and want to share it.
3: It's amazing. I've I mean I've deepened friendships because of this. People mm-hmm. who I had no idea gave another thought to face yeah. at all said, "Oh, I'm so glad you're doing this." and then mm-hmm. wanted to share and it's opened up conversation and I mm-hmm. think that's for all of us. I hope that, you know, if mm-hmm. you read the book and you talk you, you talk to your friend that that it really makes conversation happen because I think mm-hmm. we all want connection. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to cry. But you are such a rock. Mm-hmm. Savannah is such a rock. Mm-hmm. If you need somebody, if you're having a hard time, you call Savannah. Mm-hmm. She's there. Yeah. And so now you can be there for people you may yeah. never meet. Yeah. You never yeah, know what somebody is true. going through. Yeah. And they can open up a page. And you're going to give that to mm-hmm. them. Wow. I love you guys. Thank yeah. you so much. Thanks to everybody on the show for being mm-hmm. so, so supportive. Also, St. Thomas Church, Fifth Avenue. Beautiful. Yeah. Where <laughs> Al Roker got right. married. Yeah. yeah. Gave us that beautiful what about our backdrop. Sat? We
6: all sat down in that beautiful church. When well, I'm glad that... you oh, asked that, Carson. Hold on. You know what? It out. No,
3: no, 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 Absolutely no. not. We have to give it a lot of extra time. Faith means something different to everyone. Yeah, and I think, you know, everyone here has a, a different relationship. And we had a really talk about a good talk. Beautiful. Yeah. We it's sat beautiful. down and had a really good talk. So what do you mean
6: you've read the book? And that airs tomorrow. Once? What does that mean, Hoda? <laughs> I well, sent like well,
3: first I got it
1: early, and it was still in its rough state. <laughs> I was sending her, and essay. then I got then I got the manuscript, okay. and then I got the hardback. Okay, yeah. come on.
6: Wonder if once was enough. Oh, I saw oh, it once yeah. enough. <laughs> oh,
2: well, and and by, by the way, there's a great picture of you on the front. I know we haven't been showing it, but it really—it's just—it's you. It really, just, it, you. Yeah. It really oh. is. Wow.
3: Well, I didn't you know. want to be on the cover. Look, so she begged it, not to be on it, so she only allowed a
1: sleeve. I mean, all the I don't care. I'm putting you know what? but it makes for
3: a really good bookmark? It's a bookmark.
1: I'm putting your sleeve back
3: on. By the way, I don't know if we're teasing this. We Have an amazing, amazing performance coming up!
1: Oh yeah!
3: One of my favorite singers, Hillary Scott from Lady A. You all know her from Lady A. She's a huge superstar. She also has a beautiful gospel group with her family. Mm -hmm. I have loved her song "Beautiful Messes" for many, many years, and she is doing me the great honor of coming here and playing it live
5: for us this morning. we Love our
6: Hillary! There she Uh, is! Oh, Hillary!
3: Indeed. Um, and Hillary's read the book five times.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and don't forget, you're going to come back with me and Jenna yes. today, later. The third or fourth and hour, hour, hour. The third Y'all are going to be sick of me. I'm no, sick of no, myself. Never. All right. By wait,
2: just a, can I ask, do you, is, do you read the audio? Book? I did. I read oh, cool. the audiobook. Yes, oh, which is out
3: today, too. All right. Yes. Oh. All right.
1: Go to today.com slash books or get them wherever you get your books. OK. All right. Thank Mr. you. Roker.
2: All right. Let's show you what we've got going on as far as your weather for today is concerned. Got a bit of a northeast chill. But look at this. With the exception of really the West Coast and some of the Rockies, we've got gorgeous weather across the country. Beautifully warm weather from Texas all the way up into the plains. A Little on the chilly side down through Florida. Mid-Atlantic looking good as well. If you're heading out the door, don't forget, check us out on Serious XM Channel 108. Best time of the morning. Pop Start. Get right to it. Lots to start with. We're going to uh, kick off
6: Pop Start with Jon Stewart after nearly nine years on a hiatus. Last week, the comedian made his big return to The Daily Show, and the ratings are in. The show was big. It averaged more than three million viewers across simulcast wow. networks. It was also number one across cable at 11 p.m. and the show's biggest premiere since August of 2017. But not all the reviews were positive. <laughs> and last night, Jon Stewart returned to give his thoughts on some of the backlash.
2: Not only is Stewart's "both sides are the same" rhetoric not funny, it's a potential disaster for democracy. It's one f-ing show. It was just one f-ing show. It was twenty minutes. I did twenty minutes of one f-ing show. But I guess, as the famous saying goes, democracy dies in discussion. It was never my intention to say out loud what i saw with my eyes and then brain
6: <laughs> very funny john is uh, back in a big way yeah. every monday night through the election can't wait to see more of those uh, yeah. okay
2: oh, that's great mm-hmm. yeah refreshing
6: wow. yeah big numbers there next up savannah this one is for you we're talking roger federer Ooh, no. here it's been over a year since the tennis legend played his last professional match and now those final moments are set to be showcased in a prime video documentary The feature-length film follows Roger over the course of 12 days as he wrapped up his career in professional tennis. Roger sharing in a statement, initially the idea was to capture the final moments of my professional tennis career so that I can have it later on to show my family and friends. I tended to shy away from having cameras around me and my family, but I didn't see the harm in shooting this, as it was never intended for the public. However, we captured so many powerful moments, and it transformed into a deeply personal journey mm. so instead of the final mm. moments on the court we get about like the last 12 days yeah. Yes, I haven't
3: seen it but I have heard about it mm-hmm. and I, I think it'll be really emotional yeah. because I think he had a lot of Ups and downs, you know. It was time to go because his body told him to, but his heart was still so in tennis. I think it's gonna be really good. No
6: word yet on when we can expect the doc from Prime Video, but Savannah will keep you posted. (laughs) (laughs) Next up, the Oscars award show season in full swing, and less than a month away till the big show. We're celebrating some of the greatest movies of all time. Rolling Stone just releasing its rankings of the best. Best picture winners of the century so far. Here are the top five, starting with the 07 trophy winner, No Country for Old Men. The Coen Brothers crime thriller earned eight nominations and Javier Bardem, his first Oscar win. Mm -hmm. Then we go to 2015 Spotlight at number four, the O2 investigative journalism and local news. Spotlight featured a huge ensemble that included Mark Ruffalo, Michael Keaton, Rachel McAdams, Stanley Tucci and Billy Crudup. Moving into the top three, these are the best, best films of all time. 12 Years a Slave, a 2013 historical drama, collected a whopping nine nominations, launched Lupita Nyong'o into overnight success mm-hmm. also. Right. Second place, 2020's history-making Parasite. This was a Korean thriller, became becoming the first non-English language movie to take home the grand prize. And drumroll please, the best, best picture of the century, according to Rolling Stone. Moonlight, who can mm. forget when it triumphed a Best Picture win after a notorious envelope oh, mix-up yes. on the right. show. Remember the oh, yeah. very final like that. minutes? Moonlight earned a total of eight nominations and a win for Best Supporting Actor for Marshala uh, sure. Ali. Right. And finally, Beyoncé, we've got some time for some Queen Bee news, getting candid about this dramatic haircut. Back in 2013, the Grammy winner nearly broke the internet when she debuted her pixie crop. Uh, chop on Instagram, leaving fans wondering what the motivation was behind the drastic change. Well, now we finally have some answers. Beyoncé telling Essence in a new interview, it wasn't an aesthetic choice, but it was a very big emotional transformation and metamorphosis that I was going through. Cutting my hair off was me rebelling against being this woman that society thinks I'm supposed to be. I was a new mother, and something about the liberation of becoming a mother made me just want to shed all of that. It was mm. a physical representation oh. of me shedding the expectations put upon me. Mm. That first mm. like quote it. I've ever read on. <laughs>
1: There. Yeah. That yeah. was perfect. End quote. Yes. All right, guys. We'll be right back after this. Oh, ho, ho, ho. welcome back, guys. It is 830, and it is a fun day on the plaza. You know what's happening right now? I see a bunch of books. I see a bunch. I see a mini book signing going on outside. Savannah's got her books. Uh. And um it's called Mostly What God Does and yes. it's a big one already. Everyone on the plaza has one. Savannah, you know what? It's going to take you a minute to sign them all.
3: <laughs> I had a big box of books that they sent me to give yeah. away to like family um, and friends, but now they're out here. I just decided to bring them out here. These
6: are new family and friends.
3: So sorry it. Aunt Debbie, you're going to have to purchase one.
6: Also coming up, we will be in the kitchen, Chef Elena Bessers here turning up the dial on some pantry staples putting her spin on a beloved weeknight pasta dish. Ooh. Ooh. And
1: then coming up in the third hour, we are catching up with two stars teaming up in an NBC, new NBC sitcom. Abigail Spencer and Donald Faison are live to tell us all about a new show. It's called Extended Family.
2: Alright, and now tomorrow, get ready to eat because we are hosting uh-huh. our very own, what? today's show, Burger Battle. That's right. What is it? From yes. traditional patties yes. to patty melts yes, to yes. smash burgers. Oh, really. yes. I, I just yes. got excited. I said, can Please we do God. this? And it yes, come back. so we're doing the Burger Battle. You just might want to be inspired to ah, fire yes. up the grill for a winter cookout.
1: Alright, yes. right. yes. Mr. Let's Roker, bounce, chili man. out
2: here. How's yes, the it is. Looking? It's brisk, baby. Chili would be good too, right about now <laughs> yeah. but that's another deal look for today lots of sunshine up and down the eastern seaboard all the way out to the <laughs> west we got heavy rain we get toward thursday showers and storms in the upper great lakes drying out out west thankfully for our friends there like spring down through texas and as we move on into saturday breezy colder in the northeast great lakes snow showers in the western plains sunny and dry from the, the central plains all the way down to the gulf and for our friends out west as well
1: and that's your latest weather all right Hold on. Oh, we got a book signing going on. I and just, saw, I just signed three of Samantha's books. By the way, people are asking me to sign them because they're here. All right. As we go around the horn, because I think there are some people up here who've got books but have not been on TV yet, let's show them all. Come on. Let's show them all. Let's show them all. Extra credit right here for these kids all the way to the end. All right. This is Today on NBC
6: Welcome back this morning on Today Table. We're taking a classic pantry staple pasta and turning it into a wow-worthy meal. Joining us, the great chef, Elena Besser, showing us how to make what she calls a lighter version of everybody's favorite sauce. And you can, by the way, you get all the ingredients that you need by scanning that QR code. Chef, good to see you as always. Great
5: to see you, sir. So
6: we bought pasta at Costco, and so I had like... It was like a two pounds of pasta. Yes. I made it last night. Okay, and I was great. starting to think, I wish we could like do more well, than just put marinara sauce and give it to my kids.
5: I have the answer for you, my yeah, friend. So what is this sauce? Okay, this is a really fun one. This is cauliflower bolognese. So you are taking your favorite meat sauce, and instead we're using cauliflower... And no meat. So what I like to do is I'll take a full head of cauliflower, mm-hmm. I'll break it down, I'll pull the florets apart, and then in batches you're gonna pop it into a food processor. Mm-hmm. And this whole thing happens within the food processor. You chop up your carrots in there, you chop your onion in there, and you pop it on and pulse it until it's similar to the consistency of rice. So we've all had rice cauliflower before. Yeah. This is what the same exact. And it just stays that in that for. consistency.
6: It doesn't pulverize into nothing. It, it doesn't get lost in the sauce. It doesn't.
5: It actually has a lot of great structure, and it can hold up in the sauce. It right. actually ends up being the foundation of the sauce. So it almost
6: takes on that kind of meatball-y exactly. consistency.
5: Exactly. That's exactly correct. So in here? here, we have yeah. some carrots that we have been sauteing up with a little butter and olive oil. Why, thank you, kind sir. Mm-hmm. We have those diced onions that also happened in the food processor. I'm going to ask you for the garlic first. I'm so Copy sorry. That. No worries. Should have informed you it's in advance. Good. We have some sliced garlic, which is just adding even more flavor oh, yeah. to the pot. These are all the Normal fat, and now I'll take. Or actually, no, we're doing this first. Come okay. on, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not in way. your
6: head. Sure.
5: <laughs> and then <laughs> I know. Okay, anchovies. People can feel intimidated.
6: Oh, really? The Do best. you like
5: Caesar salad? Oh my god, my person? father
6: when I was growing up would. Open up like the sardines, and you would take them, and you would go like this. Wow, like, my sounds sauce. Like my my mind dust,
2: they just kind of dissolve.
5: It does. Give you umami. I, umami. when it's no, in the Caesar dressing, a, dressing and I don't what see
2: it, what it. I always so. say to you, umami. Umami, <laughs>
5: umami. <laughs> <laughs> Caesar salad fish. Okay, if yeah. you like umami, salad. we should have ordered it in. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Telling you, umami. This it's is the best thing. Umami. It's the best. Umami. Called Domino's. It creates that depth of flavor, and then yes, feel free to grate a little nutmeg because that's the classic situation in bolognese. Is that nice cozy nutmeg experience? I like freshly grated, that is perfect. Look at the dusting. Absolutely yeah, fabulous. Love it. And then we are finally taking the tomato paste. Mm-hmm. This is concentrated tomatoes. So essentially, this is just tomatoes that have been cooked down for so long that they give you this really robust flavor. Mm-hmm. We want to cook this down until it gets nice and dark, till those anchovies melt. And then we finally add in our cauliflower. So the cauliflower goes in Mm -hmm. and this whole thing just continues to cook until it looks and tastes like a meat sauce. So over here, we have our pasta. I went with bucatini. Um, It's like the straw pasta. It's just absolutely fabulous and tastes really good. I just love that it has a nice, it absorbs the sauce and it feels like spaghetti, but a little bit more elevated. Mm -hmm. So we have our bucatini here. We just take that directly from the pot into the sauce is
6: this your maneuver it of is choice exactly always, adding always. The pasta to the sauce
5: always add the pasta to the sauce and pull it out of the water so that you can keep the water because the water is a foundational element in making sure that the sauce sticks to the pasta mm. so we like taking that pasta water which i have Do over you never here. strain your pasta I, d- I do not. Well, some occasionally I will, but I'll always take a measuring cup and scoop a little pasta yeah. water out because this right here, this I'll is the good stuff. This is that golden juice, you guys, the unicorn juice, if you will. <laughs> and we take it, we mix it on up. It will. You're doing a great job. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. Great sous chef over here. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then Unattended. We are going to add in our butter. Mm. We're gonna, which you know, we just want to emulsify uh-huh. it, make uh-huh. it nice and cold butter, so it ends up getting a silky sauce. We're to add in a little bit of parmesan at a time mm-hmm. we're going to keep mixing it and then because there's so much rich flavor going on in here we want to brighten it up a little bit so i like adding a little bit of lemon to it and all you got to do is plate it up when you are done having everything emulsified, oh, a beautiful. Really you good. like yeah. it? Oh, yeah, yeah, what's, now, what's, what's the, the crunchy stuff? Yeah, what's The, the crunch? crunchy stuff are Calabrian chili breadcrumbs. So we oh. just took panko breadcrumbs, sauteed them with oh. a little bit of olive oil, okay. put a little bit of chili flake in it. Oh. Make yourself a plate of this. Sit down and start reading Savannah's book. Go, oh,
6: way to work it in, chef. Thank
5: Thank so On the program. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. So is that
6: essentially your bolognese recipe? We're just minus the meat, exactly. add the cauliflower? Add the I mean, cauliflower. Cause it's, we're not missing anything else.
5: Doesn't no. it still taste good? Yeah, really you don't really- miss the meat. Right? You, you don't. Built- it's a great you don't for a mealist Monday. You don't yes, Al, you no. don't. You're right. It was disintegrated. Umami. <laughs> Chef, great like job. It.
6: We appreciate it. Atlanta, thank, thank you. Thank you. You're back. You're making another pasta? I am. Yeah. Are
5: you doing there? We're doing an orquiette with uh balsamic roasted Ooh. grapes and mm. some goat cheese and pork what any sausage. That means, that yeah. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right? really good. Again, your pasta. For
6: the ingredients, <laughs> just scan the QR code there or head to today.com table if you would like uh, and so you know, today earns a commission from purchases through the links. We're back in a moment, but first this is today on NBC. Thank you, Chef. Appreciate it. You it. See you
2: next yeah? no, we, oh we got, week. Got.
1: We are booked back. <laughs> no, we're
2: thinking about, think about, about Savannah's book. That's right. Mostly what God does. <laughs>
3: Listen, you gotta have Hoda on right. your side. Right. I mean, God is great to have on your side. And then right below that. One of the things God
2: does. You know what He does? He spins those smuckers. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He gets <laughs> those, He gets our folks to a hundred so or plus, yeah. 100 And that's what post. He does. Oh. All right. First up, Alice Wimpfeimer of New York City, 100. She lived in the same Central Park West apartment for 84 years, that's fantastic. Gertrude Harris, 100, helped establish the first kindergarten for African-American children in her hometown of Salem, Virginia. A senior center is named there for her. Thank you so much, Gertrude. Happy 100th birthday to Tom Munson of Dover, New Hampshire. His secret to longevity ice cream and chocolate chip cookies while cheering on the Boston Celtics and the New England Patriots. Wow. Hiichi Amori of Reno, Nevada is 107. Ooh. That's right, 107. Wow. He loves good food, gardening, and karaoke. Oh, Way wow. to go. Wonder what his song is. Happy 105th birthday to Harold Shellum from Altadena, California. This is a guy after my own heart. He forecasted the weather oh, wow. during World War II and Korea, the wow. Korean War. We wow. thank you for your service, sir. And happy 100th birthday to the potato chip king, <laughs> Tufik Hattam, from Mathune, Massachusetts. He's an avid bird watcher, loves building birdhouses for his friends and Family, oh, happy, birthday all. Awesome. Happy, happy birthday to us! Happy birthday! Oh. How
6: old did you say the book was? 100 minutes old. That's
2: it. <laughs> what does
6: your day look like for the, yeah. for the release? Oh, yeah. 100 the times
3: mentioned yeah, already so today. Have? I'm gonna stay for the third yep. and fourth yep. Yep. hour okay. of today. I'm gonna go across the street to Morning Joe. Okay, good. Do the Drew Barrymore show. I'm gonna gonna do Kelly Clarkson a little later in the week. You're already a got bestseller some- on Amazon, baby. Yes? Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
1: And again, so S.G.'s coming back third and fourth hour I with, with her book, Mostly What God does. Awesome. We'll also Thanks, be celebrating. Apparently, it's Love Your Pet Day. Yes. Oh, okay. We'll get that, to too. that too. Congratulations. Congratulations.
4: Ready to go, girl. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax,
0: and think about
4: work.
1: You really, really want it all to work out while you're away.